everyone. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. I am Bobby the Awesome. I am your host and we are on episode seven. Very exciting. I'm going to apologize in advance because I have a cold going and I've been stalling to record this episode and because of that I didn't have much of a voice and I didn't really want to sneeze and cough to everyone. But I'm kind of glad I waited. Today's a good day to record this episode. It's 33 months today that I'm away from a bet, and it's also a, a Saturday where I just came back from, geez, a two-and-a-half-hour group session at the center uh, with, my, with my recovery community, and it was a fabulous meeting, and it's kind of inspirational to, to leave a room of my fellows and, and hear and see, you know, the progress, those those that were in the room that were here this time last year, um, and then the new people, and and knowing that the people that are new this year may be in the same place or in a better place like the people that were new last year this time. So it's amazing to see how much growth and potential and, and how fortunate we are to have each other and to have recovery and, and to have all the things that we are truly blessed with. One of my visions and commitments for starting the podcast was to include the, the 12 steps of GA into the show and, and do an episode once a month that mirrors the, the number step to the month that we're in. And although we kicked off at the end of the year, and I normally would like to start at one. It's the beginning, right? We're going we're gonna to kick off with, with step 12 today. It'll be our first step to review. And I'm going to do a little more reading than traditionally. I think the rules of GA say, you know, the, the parameters for a meeting are, you know, having uh, one or more person that the only requirement is, is the wish to quit gambling. So this is going to be a one-man band from where I'm sitting, but with you listening, we hopefully have two people that want to quit gambling. So um, I'm going to start this with a reading from the One Day at a Time book because it, it ties into what I want to talk about today. And again, interestingly enough, on, on my anniversary and then the theme of the day, I just thought that it mirrors what I want to talk about. So... December 21st, Reflection of the Day. Each of us in the Gamblers Anonymous program can, in our own time and own way, awaken our own spirituality. With this comes the deep down knowledge that we are no longer alone and helpless. Also, the deep down awareness that we've learned certain truths that we can now transmit to others so that perhaps they too can be helped. Do I keep myself in a constant readiness for the spiritual awareness that, in certain, that is certain to come to me as I practice these steps? Today I pray. 
May I be steady, not expecting that my newly recognized spirituality will startle me like an alarm clock into sudden awareness of a higher power. It may settle on me so quietly that I may not recognize precisely when my awareness comes. The clue may come in my desire to 12-step others. May I realize that I have accepted the principles of the GA program and have truly made the effort to practice them in all of my affairs. Today I will remember, live the principles, and pass them on. So I love this reading, and it ties into some of the discussion we had at group today. Um, part of why I started the podcast was to do my 12-step work, right? Uh, I fully believe, 100% believe, you know, that there's definitely a deficit in awareness surrounding gambling addiction, and I keep getting reminded of it daily. (laughs) And that's really not an exaggeration. And most people might think that you can only do the 12 step after the first 11. And part of what I'm going to discuss a little later is both aspects of that. What does it look like when you're in the beginning? And what does it look like a little later in your journey? So in the reading, it said something about finding that spirituality quietly or not even knowing that it's happening. And that's kind of where I felt like my voyage took me this year. So I didn't know that I was changing or when I woke up at the beginning of 2019, I didn't say, oh, I'm going to start a podcast this year. It's just kind of the road took me this way, gratefully so. And again, I'm imagining someone, I've used this example a couple of times, but someone driving down the road and, and hearing this and hopefully helping, whether it's from one of my interviews with people knowledgeable in different arenas or from a step meeting or just general conversation. So that's part of how I try to participate in my step 12 work. There's also a lot of other things. Um, how how we share our experience in group and, and, you know, you can have the mentality that as someone who, you know, has a little time, maybe I don't need to speak as much today because the new people need time. Like I find myself thinking that quite often. Well, they probably need more time to vent or spew or whatever. Um, but more often than not, and it, there's something to be of value to be said from hearing everybody in the room. So, and, and sometimes it's just what we need to hear. So just participating in a, in a meeting or in a group environment is, is participating in 12 step. It's, it doesn't have to be difficult and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. And I am going to stress as, as newcomers, I wouldn't promote going out to 12 step, right? In, in, in the sense of carrying anybody else's burden. And I'm going to do a little bit more reading that, that talks to that because it's important that we represent well or that we try to be helpful but especially early on it's important that we take care of ourselves and there's so much to learn surrounding that I think I learn something new every day on a a different 
version or way of, of helping myself or taking care of myself. And it can be anything from um, a different exercise move to the ability to say no to something that may or may not, you know, a situation that may not be great for me or, you know, something that maybe I need to sleep and not go out. So maybe saying no in that situation involves taking care of me or reading books and and hearing different information that the books have to offer. So that that self-care piece is always going to be there um, and something that I hope that everyone is cognizant of and I hope that everybody is working on because it's important. So it really ties into the 12th step because you can't help others unless you're taking care of yourself. So that being said, I have some of the formal GA literature and I'm going to read the Working the Step pamphlet and kind of share what GA's philosophy is on this. And then there's a couple questions in the Writing the Steps book. There's a couple exercises. So again, I'm having my my little on-air GA meeting here. So uh, hopefully as, as I do the questions, you'll be answering them along with yourself I can't hear you, so you're going to have to just do it in your head. Or maybe it's a conversation for you and a a recovery peer. So here goes. Step 12 is, having made an effort to practice these principles in all of our affairs, we've tried to carry this message to other compulsive gamblers. So that's part of what we're doing here. But also the bigger picture is carrying the message and letting people know that aren't compulsive gamblers. Here goes a couple paragraphs. <laughs> this is the most popular step of all. Even brand new members w- want to give of themselves. The bottom line, however, seems to be that one cannot give away something that one does not have. Saying it another way, you cannot carry the recovery program to another unless you are practicing the 12 steps in your life, one day at a time. Then you will have a strong message to carry. Ask yourself if this is a spiritual program, and it is. The chances are that your spiritual bankruptcy was complete. Most of us early in our gambling career abandon our spiritual values. Now as these values are returning with the gratitude, and with gratitude, you, you will want to share them with other members as once they were shared with you. Listening and hearing what the other members are experiencing is probably the first opportunity you will have to help. Sometimes we teach when we should be listening. Listening itself will communicate to others your personal understanding of what they are saying. Let's reflect. Do you remember how low in self-esteem you were when you attended your first Gamblers Anonymous meeting? Boy, oh boy, can I remember. I I couldn't stop crying the whole time. Uh, You had no faith and therefore no hope. As you listened and talked and eventually looked at yourself and the others who seemed happy around the table, faith and hope slowly returned. I think I've heard that in almost every meeting that I've ever been in where there's a person who's at their first meeting that by the time they walk out the door an hour later, two hours later, whatever that is, is that they feel like they have a little bit of hope and I can recall being in many situations where once you're in a community, you might be laughing and joking or reminiscing about the quality time you spent with other people in your group. And 
I remember thinking and being very cognizant of, geez, you know, you don't want new people to maybe not take it seriously or think that it's all ha-ha. Or you're wondering, are they thinking, I'm in all this misery and despair. How can these people be laughing and joking? So there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle, but it's, it's interesting as the process evolves. Back to reading. Recall that the first member you met came to the meeting early, arranged the table, put out the combo books, and put on water for coffee. Was he working 12 steps? Yes, by showing you he cared for you and all the other members. Caring seems a prime and necessary ingredient in order to work this step. If you don't care, how can you share? Then this caring member told you that, told you that the program was and must be self-help. Then he explained other GA parad- another GA paradox. If you, give, if you give of yourself and try to help another human being, you will gain from the act of given, giving even if your effort fails. It is, in, it is in giving that we receive, and so it becomes self-help. Remember two words, effort and tried. Success in this step is putting forth the effort and trying to carry the message, not how many heard you or followed your advice. Wow, could that be any truer in my current situation? Um, I can't control who's listening to the podcast, right? I can't control who listens to what I have to say or executes what I have to say or, or what the guests have to say, but I'm trying to carry the message in a way that I best know how. When you left the meeting, you had to return to the wreckage you had created. You gave your phone number and received a phone list. You were probably too shy and ashamed to make a call, but within the next day or so, a member called you. It wasn't so much what was said as the fact that someone cared enough to call. This serves to revitalize your faith and hope. Again, caring embodies all the nice elements of spiritual growth. A point I want to make about the the phone list and I love this. I learned this from my friend Chris in Kansas City, who you guys will meet in a later episode, but he was pretty soft-spoken and shy. And what he taught us, he wasn't one for picking up the phone. So what he tried to, to he instilled this in me and hopefully some of the other new members that had heard him talk. He used to say, you know, Text, if you can't call, text, but reach out before you need someone. Make that connection. So if you go to a meeting on a Tuesday night, Wednesday, text someone and just say, hey, thanks for welcoming me to my new meeting. So then the next time you reach out, it gets a little easier and a little easier. And then when you really need something or that, you know, you're struggling with an urge or an issue, it's a whole lot easier than just trying to pick up the phone when you have a problem. So I I love that piece of advice and I try to share it whenever the topic comes up because that was one of the greatest things I've ever learned from Chris. So as you start to come out of the fog, you had a sponsor and hoped he would give you the time, experience, and wisdom. This unwritten contract to help another seems the highest degree of working step 12, it is caring to the highest level. Following, the following are some of the many ways by which one can practice step 12. Number one, be an example of quality abstinence. When I first got to New York, I 
I went to three different meetings, I think, within the first week or two. At all three of those meetings, different days of the week, different venues, there was this same man here that had over 20 years clean time. And what that did for me was it showed me how much he cared in the community. He was given back by showing up. He was also taking care of his recovery, but he's setting a very good example and it inspires me to make sure I attend more GA meetings instead of just group or, or whatever. You know, my, my recovery is complimentary and I'm, I'm very fortunate to have the options, but um, that's, a, that's a big piece of something newer members need to see uh, not only for how amazing your life can be after 20 years away from a bat or any amount of significant time away from a bat, but that it really is community. Um, number two, accompany another member on a 12-step call. Number three, visit sick members. Number four, phone members. Phone slash text, right? Uh, the next one, chat after meetings with new members or those with problems. Assume some of the duties, obligations, and responsibilities of the fellowship. So this could be the setting up the chairs or putting out the literature, any of those things that contribute to the program. Explain your disease and how you arrested it to relatives, doctors, and employers. So that's spreading the awareness message. Tell your story to help a fellow member. Usually in step one meetings, that's that's how we practiced it in the in the Kansas City environment was if we had a new member come in, we did a step one meeting and we all shared our stories to kind of let them know that we had something in common and to try to welcome them and make them feel comfortable. So just sharing and you could be a member a week in and share your story or maybe it's not even in the GA community, right? Maybe you have a coworker that you think might be in the same position. Well, maybe, you know, if you're uncomfortable with coworker, maybe that's a bad example, but maybe there's someone in your life that sharing your story may help just by understanding that there's someone else out there. Do public relations work. And then of course, practice the Gamblers Anonymous program. So those were all examples. And that's kind of what this book puts out there regarding step 12 work. In the writing, the GA steps literature, um, I'm going to talk about exercise one here. So if you want to mentally answer this or journal about these questions, I know it varies across the country, the world, who, ha you know, who has what literature and how you use it in different meetings. So um, just do with it as you see fit. I'm going to answer the questions as if I was in a GA meeting right now, because I am, like I said. <laughs> um, are you practicing the 12 steps in your life one day at a time? Give specific examples. I like to think that I practice 12 steps, and, and some of the things that I do are uh, definitely participating, you know, in group and, and meetings, having the podcast, of course, being transparent about my addiction, uh, you know, sharing with whoever 
needs to maybe be more educated or not or or just not hiding and and that's a little selfish too because it helps my recovery to not have to lie or hide anymore um I try to, you know, feed the group when I can, participate in picnics and events and speaker jams. There's a there's a lot of different ways. Reading, posting, you know, the one day at a time messages. I post that within our groups, talking to other members, staying connected. A lot of these things, even though they may involve other people, I find that it's helpful to me. Step 12 involves showing that we care for other compulsive gamblers. We demonstrate caring through our words and our actions. What words and actions of yours demonstrate your caring for your GA brothers and sisters and for compulsive gamblers who still suffer? So I already started kind of answering that. And I think one of, I don't know if it's a gift or a curse, and I'm not sure what people in the same room as me would say about this, um, or people that I talk to offline, but I think one of the things that shows that I care is my complete honesty. I don't, I try to say things in a mindful way, but I also don't sugarcoat, especially if I've lived through it. You know, when the younger folks come in in their 20s, I I try especially hard to tell them part of my story where I remember being in a in a GA meeting in Connecticut when I was participating in a gambling study. It was part of the requirement to go to GA meetings. And I remember a woman in her 40s sharing about losing her retirement. And I can remember, and I don't remember a whole lot, but I can remember clearly thinking, I'll never do that. You know, kind of snooting my nose down. That can't happen to me. Well, guess what? Uh, Bobby's lost her 401k a couple times over. So I try to share that and, and, and walk the younger members. I don't want to sound offensive, but, um, the, the folks that could be in that same position, I try to share that story with them. And, and that's another example of 12 step because if I could, at least plant that seed in the back of their head. I don't I don't necessarily believe that just by talking that we're going to, you know, cure anybody else or make them make certain decisions. But I know through my gambling career, uh, especially when I relapsed after having a couple years clean, I could be sitting in the casino and I'd still hear GA members' voices in my head and and the things I knew better, you know, and eventually it caught up and, and I quit again. Uh, so there was hope instead of all the the voices of demons and and my own negative voices taking hold. So hopefully that makes a difference. And the last the last point on this page is how will you balance carrying the message to others with taking care of yourself and your own recovery? So another dynamic that I had been exposed to throughout one of my GA communities was, you know, there's things that have to be done and there's different positions. I I can't tell you all the, the formal politics necessarily, but 
And in different areas, there's different uh, strategies. So there's a thing called inner group, which ties in a couple of the meetings. And, and you might have a strong inner group community where uh, meetings from a different area come together and they vote on things for the area. They keep each other in tune to the anniversaries and, and all that stuff. And you can be... You can be in a community where I think I think that probably all GA meetings have a secretary and a treasurer and, and all those things. There's different roles. So I've seen that in some areas or in some situations, maybe there's 50 active members, you know, and by active, I mean going to meetings regularly, but maybe it's only the same five or six that are on these committees and participating in these ways so there's maybe maybe they're the only ones who are in a position maybe to give back in that way or maybe other folks in the group haven't challenged themselves I think that there's a fine line and again we're we're in Bobby's opinion land it doesn't make it right or wrong but I think there's definitely a balance of taking care of yourself first and not having the ability necessarily to put the extra energy in. Because if it's stressing you out and stress makes you go gamble, obviously we don't want that to happen. But there's also the chances of if it was the same five or six people or 10 people out of that 50, if they keep doing, 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 they may get burnt out. And not be taking care of themselves because they're trying to be mindful of the group or taking on more than they can handle. So every person's different and everybody has to figure that out for themselves. But I would encourage anybody that can, uh, you know, give back in whatever way, no matter how small or big, you know, if it's if it's just showing up for a meeting as a new person and um, unlocking the church that the group is in or, you know, putting out the literature or facilitating after you have, I think, 60 days or 90 days, whatever it takes to be the leader. Again, I'm not really an expert on all the <laughs> gambling GA rules. And I'm also learning that how GA works varies a little based on geography. At least that's my experience. I think that there's fundamental values like the 12 steps in the unity program, but I think that a lot of it has to do with the leadership in each area. So again, that's why I'm not trying to have a, a solid, not a solid, but a, my opinion is the right opinion because I don't know what the right opinion is. You know, is, is Casey GA better than Albany GA better than Wisconsin or Minnesota? I don't know the answer. It's, it's whatever works for who. So it might be putting together new member packets um, or just putting your number on the phone list. So there's a lot of opportunity to do 12 steps without it being overwhelming and hopefully that if you can incorporate one small piece of that into your practice and into your journey, that you'll get the benefit out of it that, you know, the, the folks that have a little bit more time that can put a little bit more into their 12-step work, the, the same benefits that they feel. Because if 
I remember correctly, again, not expert, I probably should have looked this up, but I think that one of the primary principles of, of AA and, and why Bill W. was so successful was because he was able to help. See, I'm messing it up. Dr. Bob. One or the other. Their principle was about helping the other one. And by helping the other one, help them not drink. And I apologize for butchering that. It was meaningful enough that I remember that part of the story, but I do apologize for messing up the details. And if you're in AA and, and know better and you're cringing wherever you're listening to, I do apologize. Um, but I, I believe that that's why it's, it's written into the 12 steps is because the giving back is so important. For those of you seasoned in GA, you might have some ideas about what 12-step work looks like that I haven't mentioned. And if you would like to, um, I invite you to, you know, share on 321NoKidden's Facebook page if you like. I'll make a 12-step a post on there. And if you have any thoughts or ideas or uh, additional concepts or feelings towards anything surrounding 12-step, the 12th step, I would appreciate any feedback as always. I'm still learning, which is amazing because I have lots of resources to learn from. So before I do the, the positive quote for this episode, I do want to, uh, again, just kind of do a shout out. If you love that song at the beginning of the episode and the end, as much as I do, the band is Blue October. I believe they just launched a new album. So if you want to check them out. And also the, the sneak preview to the next couple episodes. Uh, I had an amazing, amazing time with a lady called Adil Remert. Uh, that we met virtually and... And she's going to be my next guest, and we're going to do a little two-part series because she had so much information. I want to make sure that everybody digests it. So that's coming up in the next couple episodes. Oh, we'll be crossing into the new year soon, and we have some, some wellness fun experts for January, so also looking forward to that. So thank you, as always, for listening. I do appreciate your support. Uh, feel free to share or review the podcast. I'm not going to be a bug about it every episode, but the more you participate in those activities, the greater the chance of hopefully someone who needs to hear this uh, will have access. So today's quote is from Dennis and Wendy Mannering. And I, I thought this was fitting because it could be as simple as this when we're talking about the 12 steps. So here goes. Attitudes are contagious. Are your work are yours worth catching? So that could be as simple as how you show up in front of people. Every day, actually, as a matter of fact. So. Anyway, happy trails, beautiful people. Until next time. Thank you.